For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, what's up, and welcome to the Hashtag Lakers Podcast. I'm Yo Legazon, and today we're honored to have uh, Raquel on the show with us today. She can be found on, on Twitter at SoulBeautifulMe. Um, she's a proud member of Lakers Fanatics, uh, Laker Fanatics for several years now, uh, one of the many women who have been uh, given a platform platform to speak on basketball. She's very passionate about about sports in general, but basketball is by far her, her favorite. And she grew up playing basketball, uh, which helped her to, to learn the fundamentals of the game. Her biggest statement, if, if she doesn't, is that she doesn't uh, cheerlead. She knows ball. Hey, Raquel, welcome to the show. Hi, I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Very appreciative of you here. No, welcome. Welcome. We appreciate you hopping on here. Um, you know, we just talked, we, we just uh, met on Twitter <laughs> just last week, but <laughs> I, I saw that on your, on your, you know, on your, uh, one of the, the link on your Twitter uh, is you have a YouTube channel. Do you want to talk a little bit about that channel you got there? Oh, thank you. Yeah. So um, I've been talking about sports on Twitter for a while. And once I started to really see like I could grow, I decided I want to go ahead and do a YouTube channel. So my YouTube channel is also the same as my name, which is Soul and that's S-O-U-L, Beautiful Me. Uh-huh. Um, it's basically all about sports. Um, right now, of course, it's covering a lot of the playoffs, but it's kind of eclectic of all the sports. And I kind of want to grow it from there. And I want to do like player profiles. But right now, it's just kind of talking about, you know, sports being back, the uh, bubble, and then you know, now the NFL has started. Um, I cover some golf, tennis. I try to do it all, all the sports that I'm very familiar with. That's awesome. That's awesome. You guys should, uh, uh, you know, all our listeners should definitely uh, uh, go check her out. Uh, it's Soul Beautiful Me uh, Sports Takes, right? And you can find it on YouTube. Yes. And you can also just go on her Twitter and, uh, and the, the link's right there. Um, but, uh, you know, let's, <laughs> let, let's get to it. You know, this is a, <laughs> Um, post-game show about ga- uh, on game three, and um, unfortunately, the, the Lakers lost this game, 106-114. to 114. We were out-rebounded by the Nuggets, 44-25. to 25. Uh, We did have, you know, <laughs> four less turnovers than, the, than them. Uh, we had um, 21 to 10 uh, fast break points, which is good, and we had more points in the paint. For, for some reason, we 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 lost this game, um, and we're going to talk about some of those those reasons. We, we also had a a, a low twenty four percent from three, and a pretty good number of fifty one percent from the field overall. But hey, Ra- Raquel, what what did you think about the this game? And 
um, how it went down? Overall, um, I feel like we just played sloppy. We came out in the first half and it was kind of like, I didn't even recognize the team because we were just doing a lot of turnovers and just our ball movement wasn't as good as it usually is. I felt Uh like we just didn't execute as we normally did. So I'm looking at the game and I'm like, what's going on? (laughs) Um, And then defensively, we weren't playing horrible, but I think, like you said, it was the rebounding. Like, we were getting out-rebounded by a team that I feel like we're bigger than. So, we Uh usually dominate the boards. And, I mean, when you broke down those numbers, I mean, I think – I don't recall the very end, but I I recall, like, at one point, AD had zero. And then Howard, AD, and McGee combined at one point late in the fourth for two rebounds. That's (laughs) just, like, unheard of to me. Right. I can't – I think AD finished with two rebounds, which is – Right. It, it is unheard of because you, you always see him, you know, up there by, you know, grabbing 10 rebounds every game. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think that to, I think to sum up the, the game for me, uh, I don't know if you remember the Caruso floater to the top of the backboard and then <laughs> Dwight and then Dwight getting that rebound and then fumbling it. You know, I think that was the vibe all game long. Like, yeah, we, we played against ourselves with turnovers. Uh, how how many turn, turnovers did we did we? Finish we had here? ended with uh, sixteen turnovers, and yeah. we actually had um, I think I think I said nine um, or eight, sorry, and we still ended up turning over the ball <laughs> even more. So, jeez, I mean, I think that. I guess, like like I said, we played against ourselves, and we, like you said, we weren't executing. I think specifically on the defensive end, except for with the exception of that fourth quarter. Um, yeah. But uh, I think it also didn't help that Denver was was out for revenge, and yeah. and yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, especially, I mean, the their star players played, but Jeremy Grant was on fire. Like he was, uh, he was. You know, at one point, I think we he were... finished with a career high twenty six, and right. Um, I kind of laughed because I said, "Here goes another player that's you know not as known that ends up getting a career high on the Lakers, I <laughs> and know. he had his first double double." <laughs> like what, what happened here, Lakers? Right. At one point, we even doubled him. Like, come on! And then he he passed it out, good good pass, and and they they had a a good layup, but uh, or floater. Um. I don't know. Uh, I think that uh, I don't know. Like you said, we our offense looks stagnant out there for most of the game. You know. Um, yeah, I feel like I, I feel like that's definitely what I saw too. Right. I also think I was. Um, oh no! Go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say I, I think I'm still questioning some of Vogel's um, rotations. Um, I don't get why he left McGee in the game I think he played most of the first quarter and then he finally did switch 80 to the five Mm -hmm. but I still would like to have seen him bring in Howard earlier because I feel like when Howard was playing against Jokic it was like we were bullying them and Mm -hmm. we were attacking the paint more and they had no answers for that like that was the one thing I said um during the game I'm like we've won these last two games by our points in the paint we still had a lot of points in the paint um, don't get me wrong, but I felt like we were still settling way too much for jump shots. We were in our in our free throw, our three point percentage was twenty four percent. Now we right. did improve our field goal, but overall uh-huh. we weren't 
hitting the outside shot. So I'm like, or are we settling for them at all? I don't understand. Right. No, I think that's, that's one of the things that uh, uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but that's okay because um, I think, you know, what, what game, game three, you know, it's, it's, it's written now it's in the books and uh, you know, we just have to move on and, 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 and figure out what we need to do to bounce back. And you're right that I felt like we weren't very being very aggressive attacking the rim and we were settling for jumpers and, or, or three pointers uh, where we could have easily, you know, LeBron at, at one point, um, you know, at the very end there, he had a burst of, of getting to the rim. Um, I think that, yeah. um, I think we, we need to do that more. That's what we did uh, in game one. And it was so effective against, uh, the Denver Nuggets defense, especially because they don't have a, a rim protector uh, like, uh, you know, they have Jokic to, to protect the rim. And he's yeah, but really... he stays, you know, he stays out on a three point line. So it's always. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Right. Um, I, I'm glad that you did mention uh, JaVale. <laughs> I was a little bit surprised. That <laughs> he, he, you know, um, Dwight didn't get, uh, uh, um, it, minutes earlier, um, but uh, do you think um, do you think Vogel next game starts with Dwight? I, you know, I would be surprised because Vogel seems to be um, he seems to stick with his lineups for the most part. I think right. the reason why he ended up even switching previously was because he understood that we had to play Houston small ball. We mm -hmm. had to meet them where they were. That was where we were going to be best because they were basically outrunning us, our bigs. Um, I honestly don't think he'll switch it. I think he'll still start with McGee and kind of use Dwight Howard as um, off the bench to kind of give us a burst. But if I had my pick, I would think that he should go with Howard because I feel like Howard can establish himself early. But then mm -hmm. again, Howard has a tendency to get in foul trouble. Yeah, so right. That's the unfortunate side of that to me. Right. I, I, I'm glad that you mentioned that. I think that 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 is one of the problems that if you put Dwight in early, then he'll he'll get into foul trouble. And then who do we have for this the long stretch of the game? McGee to be there or or our um our small ball with AD at the five. Don't get me wrong, I, I think AD at the five is very effective. But uh I feel like with this team they're they're um I mean you saw a couple possessions where where Jokic was um uh, was basically handling AD, you know, uh, on the defensive Yeah, no, I've seen that. Yeah, he, yeah. Right. He was taking it to AD. <laughs> AD no, he wasn't was. stopping him. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Uh, and I think that, uh, and maybe this is just a fluke game for AD here, but it happened also game two. I, I just, I, I don't know how effective our small ball, like quote-unquote small ball um, mm -hmm. lineup is, but uh, – I don't know. I I I want I want to see Dwight. I guess I want to see Dwight start. But uh, you're right. You're probably right that Vogel's probably going to stick with McGee there, um, and then make the adjustments uh, with Dwight later on in the game. You saw him for game two and three start Dwight in this. You know after the half. Um, and uh, yeah. I, we'll we'll see. We'll but see. But then what he does maybe he'll us. take that into consideration. Maybe he'll look and say, you know, okay, we start Howard. And let's see how that starts out. I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think that would be something to at least look at. I just know 
that Vogel seems to stick with, like, this is our lineup, you know, it's playoff time, we're in the Western Conference Finals, but I'm like, you have to sometimes adjust. Right. Right. Uh, so do you, did you, um, do you have any other thoughts on, you know, how we can bounce back here? I have a, a couple of here, but uh, I wanted to see if you have any, any yeah. thoughts. Um, I feel like we have to go back to what we, we did. Um, like I said earlier, I think that we have to look at it from a point of, I just think like what we did in the fourth quarter was a positive. That's why I'm not as upset. I think if we would have just gotten blown out, we kind of folded and we didn't actually attempt to play you know, better, we, uh -huh. I would be upset. But right. I feel like our defense intensity picked up. Like, again, Rondo started to play. He was reading the lanes. They were, you know, they were actually attacking and going after the ball. We hadn't did it the whole three quarters. It was like we just were stagnant and we just weren't moving. We were just, like, going through the motions. And all of a sudden, once it started picking up defensively, I feel like we fed off of that on our offense and then we got better transition. I feel like we're the Lakers – excel at is is when we're rotating good on defense uh -huh, right. and we're actually you know switching quick uh -huh. i don't even like so much if we play zone i just need i think like i understand sometimes we do help on defense and that's fine as long as we switch but it's like once we don't get into that mode where everyone's standing around or they're not talking enough on the floor that's where it hurts us because of course we're leading the league in fast breaks and transition because that's where we excel so once right. our defense picks up all of a sudden you start seeing us just like easily starting to take off the points and things just flow easier. The points, the basket, the ball movement, everybody gets involved. Unfortunately, if we don't do that, I feel like that's when we get ourselves in trouble. No, you're, you're, you're apt. You hit, you hit it on the money there. I, I think you're right that we need to, to do that. We need to turn, uh, uh, we need to focus on our defense and, and, and to do that, I think that I felt like, um, the, the majority of the first half and third quarter, we just, um, we didn't have energy, you know, no. we, and, and it's tough to defend if you don't have that sort of energy to kind of, uh, you, you know, where everyone's holding yourself, everyone's holding each other accountable on the defensive end. Um, and, and, um, you know, executing uh, better on our rotations and our switches, um, and and trying to avoid those forced switches that uh, that they they like to do, where um, they get Jokic on the on the ball and then they'll pass it out to the to the three point the three pointer. Yeah, it's uh, an open guy that shoots and it's like ah. You're like, oh dang it! Come on, uh, it happens so many times. Um, right, right, right. No, I, but I can say the Lakers on our like from what we were doing during the season prior to the playoffs, we were struggling. That's when I figured we would really miss Avery Bradley was, of course, on our perimeter defense. But they picked it up in the playoffs. Like we've actually defended the perimeter better than we had been all season. No, I agree. I agree. No, I've, I've been very, you know, impressed with how the Lakers have sort of I don't want to say turn the switch, but basically like turn a switch on on our perimeter defense and uh they've they've been really good um i'm i'm curious to see you know because they i don't know if they still have it figured out against Jokic when they do that when they've when they force the switch on us and and you know we're left with Jokic uh backing down on a guard like caruso and then yeah uh, uh, <laughs> i don't know if we completely figured mm -hmm. out how how to, to to solve that puzzle there um, but, uh, uh, I feel like with Dwight being out there, um, I, I don't know when, when he, when he was out there, I felt like, 
um, Jokic was was less effective uh, yeah. on on those things. Yeah, and I think that's because Dwight is a big Dwight has a big body in a frame. You know, he's not going to kind of push him off the block. It's not that AD doesn't, but as like as we know, AD is a great defender. I still think he's the defensive player of the year. I just feel like AD isn't the type of aggressive player that you need at that point in time. Whereas I feel like Dwight is going to stand his ground a little mm. bit more. So he's to me a little bit more effective as well as he was able to get Jokic in uh, foul trouble. So at least I felt like a previous game. So I'm just thinking, or the first game, I might be incorrect, but I'm just thinking that's why I say that lineup worked a little bit better because he's, having to work then both on offense and defense. Whereas I don't know, I feel like he doesn't have to work as hard on defense if he's um, when Howard wasn't in the game. Because mm-hmm. we know McGee is not an offensive threat at all. No, <laughs> no, right. <laughs> and it's, no, it's not a knock against McGee. <laughs> no, not a knock. Right, right, right. No, I, I get what you're saying though. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Um, I don't know if you have any final. I think I, for me, I think it's uh, um, honestly, I think if we're locked in, if the Lakers are locked in, you know, um, and I understand that, uh, um, you know, uh, the, these guys are third, you know, the finished third in the in in the the Western Conference, and they're um, they've shown throughout the playoffs against the Jazz and the Clippers that they're not pushovers and that they'll fight back and um, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I, I don't know. I, I think that if the Lakers are locked in defensively where we're at our best and it'll, pro- it'll produce our offense. And I think that um, hopefully we'll have a response in game four and, and start a little with more energy and uh, a little, you know, like a little more oomph <laughs> that I want, I want, I want them to, to, to kind of, <laughs> just be aggressive out there, especially LeBron and, and AD. Um, and uh, yeah. I, I feel like you... what you're saying is something we've all been probably saying for the season. The Lakers have this tendency to, we start off like slow. We don't come out with a lot of energy. And it seems like every time we used to get down and have to kind of play ourselves back up. So right. I definitely think that they turned that around for the most part in the, um, the bubble and the playoffs. I just think that, that's exactly where we need. We need to keep our intensity up, mm-hmm. you know, four quarters and not say, okay, well, first quarter, we'll see what happened and we'll turn it up. Um, because like you said, the Nuggets are a team where they're going to keep attacking and they are going to keep playing with heart. They don't give up. They, I mean, they've come back twice from three to one down. That is a team that has no let up. Um, I feel like my biggest takeaway from it was just, like I said, we just need to do we need to play our ball. We need uh-huh. to play good defense. And then I feel like we have to tra- do better with our transition. I mean, I'm happy we had a game like this because I feel like we were due because we were clicking. You know, <laughs> we were – everyone was making their shots, our, our, our three-pointers. Our, our We were clicking. We were attacking the paint. So it's kind of like that humbling game where it's like we just – like you said, the Caruso players, I was like, what's going on with us? We seem like we're just <laughs> lost. Like, right. we are out here playing circus, like – you want the ball? And it was like Butterfingers. It was like yeah, everyone dude. was just turning it over. And I'm like, what is going on? So, you know, we had an off game. Um, 
I don't think that the Lakers have, um, to me, I feel like we've been very consistent with our play. Uh Um, And it's just unfortunate. Like I said, we, I feel like what we have to do is we have to look at ourselves and say, if you have a game within three, you don't have to go for three. You don't have to shoot the three. You can keep attacking. You can set, you can get a two. You're fine. The game's within three. Cause we were literally within three and then we just started nonstop shooting threes. And I was like, what are we doing here? Right. Right. Well, I don't know. Um, I think that, uh, I think we, we, we had a really good discussion here on, on, on how we can bounce back. I think that, I think like going back what I, like what we have been saying, I think we're, if we're locked in, um, I think we're going to win game four and, and, and uh, moving forward. We're, we're still going to win the series. I have, I have no doubt we'll win this series. This is just a, yeah. a game that we Same. lost. Um, I, right. I, I have no doubt that we'll win this series. And, um, and I will not... end on this point. If sure. I can. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, sure. No, go ahead. <laughs> I would love to see, I want to see AD play like he did in the last um, game in the last few minutes. I, I kind of want to see that side of AD. I, I do. AD will get his points and things like that, but I would love to see a little bit more of an aggressive AD, just like a dominant AD. Like he had that swag about him the last game. Like, you know, you're not stopping me. I'm the guy. That's what he was saying. I'm that guy. Like right. he needs that mentality, I feel like, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> no, I I completely agree. Um, and I think I think same goes with LeBron. I, I, yeah. I, and I think for him, for me – I think it's it's more about uh, uh, shot selection <laughs> for, for <Yeah>. me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not. I mean, he's LeBron, right? I'm I'm gonna you know, hail him because he's uh, one of the best to ever do it. But I I feel like um, just attack the rim. <laughs> you know, he's LeBron. They can't stop you. <laughs> exactly. It's almost like a freight train coming at you. Like either you're going to foul or you're going to get scored on. And sometimes, yes, LeBron will take those way out of there 30 point 30 feet point three pointers and you're just like lebron you don't have to do that you're lebron james for a reason of course if it goes in we're happy but it's kind of like no just attack i mean that's what i said i feel like i just felt like when we played at our best and how we were able to um how we were able to dominate was when we were attacking the paint more um, I also do feel like I'm, I'm just going to put this out there too. I do feel like the rest were calling the game a little close and helping the Nuggets slightly. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are just some really soft calls that were just like, where was the foul? <laughs> and so, or no calls at all on, uh, yeah, you know, for us. On our end. Right, right. <laughs> like we would have had to get beat to get a call, but it was like, okay. Right, right. One a win for the refs. No, <laughs> no, no. I got to give it up to the 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 Denver Nuggets here as well. Yeah. But uh, uh, again, I have no worries about uh, this series. We'll we'll win this series uh, if it gets to five games um, the this Saturday. So um, hey. I, I actually agree. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I really think we're still taking it in five. Honestly. Right. It's right. Um, no, I yeah. Any, I, I don't know. I think it's a good discussion. I think, uh, you know, Raquel, really appreciate you coming on. Um, really, you know, enjoyed this, this conversation. I hope you, you decide to come back on again with us. Uh, appreciate your thoughts here today. Um, I don't know if you have any final thoughts, though, before we, we close it up for, for the night. 
Yeah, I just wanted to say thank you so much for the opportunity. This is my first like official podcast, so I'm feeling excited and um, I'm oh, more nice. than welcome to come back. Yeah, so thank you. Um, it was great talk. I love like the dialogue and it actually, you know, it made me think about things I didn't even think about. So it'll be good for my uh, YouTube. So thank you. It's a great conversation as well. Ah, no problem. Still, no Lakers and five. <laughs> exactly, Lakers and five. <laughs> uh, do you want to? Do you want to quickly put a plug in again on where they can find you on Twitter? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Soul Beautiful Me. It's S O U L and Beautiful Me. And I'm also part of the Laker Fanatics team. Uh, we talk a lot of basketball, and we're pretty ruthless to be women. <laughs> <laughs> Right. You you got a you got a good team out there uh, uh tweeting for Lakers Fanatic. Um, yeah, and our and our and our boss who I call him Bossman Jonathan, he's he's amazing. So he, he wanted to give women an actual platform to talk sports without being disrespected. So I, I definitely want to give him thanks and he also helped me to connect with you and I wanna thank you as well because this has been great. No, no problem. We appreciate it. I mean, uh, I think it was a great conversation that like I said, would love to have you back on. Um but uh, let's finish this up and wrap it up. Um, guys, if you haven't uh, done all right already, make sure you follow uh, our podcast on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod. Subscribe and give us a five-star review if you thought this was a, gr- a good episode. And follow us wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, we'd appreciate the review and, uh, reviews uh, and the ratings, and it'll help us continue to do what we're doing. We're also on Instagram, um, and we're at Lakers Daily Scoop. We have 26K... 26,000 followers and, and counting. Um, we'll, we'll be sure to, to um, post a, uh, a promo on our, on our uh, page here in a bit. Uh, but uh, with all that said, um, guys, have a great day. Uh, root for the Lakers for game four. Uh, again, Lakers on, in five, right? <laughs> that's right. Lakers in five. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, so, guys, uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big-